0: That has brought us together once again. And as we gather together with the saints today, you want to join with us as we worship and as we give thanks unto the Lord.
1: time to bless him it's a good time
0: to lift him up it's a good time to thank him it's a good time to adore him to thank him to say he is worthy he is worthy he is worthy he is, worthy. He is, worthy. He is holy he alone is holy there's none like him for all glory all honor all power is unto
1: belong to the lamb who was slain of calvary's cross you want to lift your voice bless the name of the lord want to thank him for his goodness unto us, even
0: for who he is, not just what he's done or what he's going to do or what he's doing now, but for who he is, who he is, who he is. You want to lift your voice? Bless the name of the Lord.
2: Bless the name of the
0: Lord. He is the beginning and the end. Alpha, Omega, the one huh, who the strongest, strong one who delivers the Lord, mighty in battle, the lily of the valley, our God, the great shepherd, the bishop and shepherd of our souls. This God, is good. This God, He's going to lift your voice, lift your heart, and just give Him glory, Father. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Our eternally blessed God Lord, we worship you We bless you
1: this evening In the name of Jesus We lift you up We adore you We say you alone are worthy You alone are worthy You alone are worthy This evening, O God Hey, glory be to your mighty name Father, we worship We say have your way Be enthroned Be enthroned in all things In all situations Father, be blessed, O God Be enthroned, the left to die, O God In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Be left to die In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in our hearts, oh God, we say, be lifted high, be lifted high, oh God, in our life, be lifted high, be lifted high, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, we worship, we thank you, we bless you, we lift you high, we say, holy, holy, are you not God almighty, there is none, there is none, oh, there is none, none among even the sons of men, to be compared unto you, Lord, none among the sons of men, None, 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 Father we bless you, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you glory, Lord we adore you, we honor you, we say Lord glory be to your mighty name, you alone are worthy, tonight be lifted, tonight be exalted, tonight oh God, Father we bless you, we give you glory, we give you honor, thanks and adoration, father we bless we give you glory in the name of
0: Jesus in the name of Jesus we say you are worthy thank you Lord for peace thank you for your peace you've given us that surpasses all understanding even amidst the storms of life amidst our situation amidst our struggles Lord we thank you for your peace we
1: thank you for your peace Lord we thank you for your your love we thank you for redemption we thank you oh god for protection and preservation not only for us our
0: loved ones oh god thank you for the life of this family for this ministry that lord
1: oh through it all you are with us through it all you are blessing us through it all lord you are perfecting us lord we bless you we give you glory you alone deserve it
0: in the name of jesus even as we look upon you tonight let not our faces be ashamed let us not be ashamed nor our face or our countenances fall in the name of Jesus for you are our glory and the lifter up of our heads our glory and the lifter up of our heads today Lord lift up our heads in the name of Jesus let the horns of our lives be exalted in the name of Jesus today let somebody contact grace of God for another level in the name of Jesus and Of God, we want to pray for cleansing by the blood of Jesus. We are lifting up our voice, we are saying, God, cleanse me, Lord, wash me clean. Your voice says, If I confess, if I acknowledge that I've erred, I've missed the mark, I've done you wrong. You are faithful and just to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord, even as I'm ascending your holy hill tonight. As I'm preparing myself, my spirit, soul, and body for an encounter with you. An encounter with your word, an encounter with your presence. Lord, I ask that you wash me clean. Father, wash me clean. Purify me. Spirit, soul, and body in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your word says, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall ascend? Tonight we have come to ascend. Hallelujah. Tonight we have come to ascend. We have come to encounter. We have come to be lifted up.
1: We have come. Father, we ask for cleansing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Your voice says, "Who
0: shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in His holy place?" He that heart clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity nor sworn deceitfully Lord your word says he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and a righteousness from God from the God of his salvation Lord oh God we ask that you cleanse us in the name of Jesus purify us make us whole spirit soul and body in the name of the Lord Jesus even as we present ourselves before your throne of grace even in our hearts Lord cleanse me from every dent every stain of sin every every form of stain every filthiness of the flesh in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ any way I have heard against you miss the mouth oh god cleanse me cleanse me and make me whole in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ purify me and wash me through and through by the blood of the Lord Jesus shed on coverage cross that I will have remission of sins. in the name of the Lord Jesus Father I bless you we bless you we give you praise we give you glory in the name of Jesus thank you oh God Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for cleansing. Thank you for restoring me, oh God, to a right standing with you. Thank you for purging my conscience in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you've taken the veil of sin from our midst, from among our midst. In the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus people of God even as we are about starting in just two minutes you want to lift your voice and pray intensely in the language of the spirit you are telling that as you are praying this is the focus of your heart and your mind You say Holy Spirit stir me up stir me up Holy Spirit break every hardened ground within my heart in the name of the lord jesus make my heart pliable build in me capacity to receive the word that is coming this is your focus even as you are praying the language of the spirit you are saying holy spirit stir me up let every block wells every block wells be unblocked right now in the name of the lord jesus christ even as you stir me up and open me up open me up to the truth of your word the revelatory insight of your word Grant me capacity to, to interact with the light of your word. For in your light, I am supposed to see light. In your light, I will see light. Your word says, for with you is a fountain of life. And in your light, I will see light. Lord, oh God, grant me capacity. Capacity,
1: capacity. Capacity capacity to receive light. Capacity in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me not live here the same. Lord, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit stir up my faculty uh. Holy Spirit stir up my faculty uh. Holy Spirit stir up our faculties uh. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh. Build in us capacity capacity tonight uh. to receive from you uh. capacity to interact with your word uh. the revelatory insight of your word uh. that oh God something will be changed in me tonight uh. something will shift in my life tonight uh. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh. your words at the entrance of your word it giveth light, it brings light uh. it giveth understanding to the simple uh. Lord oh God but as I pray in the language of the Spirit, let light be released, let understanding be released. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, increase me in understanding, to be able to comprehend with all
0: saints, what is the depth and the height and the breadth and the length of the love of Christ, of the mystery of
1: the table of the Lord, of communion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even as you unveil unto me, Holy Spirit. Ali Matalia Sha Holy Spirit breathe upon us Holy Spirit help our infirmities even as we pray in the language of the Spirit Your Word says for the Spirit it helpeth our infirmities for we know not what to pray for us, we we ought but the Spirit itself make it the spirit himself make it intercession for us, with groanings which cannot be uttered, Lord, oh God, even as we pray in the language of the Spirit, help our infirmities, infirmities of the soul, infirmities of the flesh, tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. Help our infirmities, build us up, O God, help us, oh God, rise like an edifice according to. Your way that's faith that's praying in the Holy Ghost as we pray in the Holy Ghost and in the Spirit Nilo Kapala, even as we let out the flow of the Spirit from within us. That's so, can no atina mazo level for cause us, oh God, to contact power for the next level, grace for the next level, empowerment for the next level, for the next level, grace, oh God, for the next level, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, bring our entire life into complete alignment.
0: Your will and your purpose on the face of the
1: The god according to his purpose tonight oh god cause all things to work together for our good tonight oh god let all things work together for our good because we love you oh god and we are the called according to your purpose in the name of lord jesus christ oh god oh god father oh god holy spirit holy spirit has help our infirmities in the name of lord jesus we thank you for grace lord we thank you for grace We thank you for grace tonight. We thank you for empowerment. Holy Spirit take over in the name of Jesus. Minister to us out of
0: the depths of the riches of your glory, in the name of Jesus.
3: Your
0: word says, for with you is a fountain of life. In your light shall we see light. In your light tonight, Lord, let us see light. Let your people encounter grace, strength, empowerment for another level father them that need strength Lord grant them strength Holy Spirit our advocate our comforter comfort every heart in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus May our communion with you tonight strengthen us cause us to go from glory to glory that which is dead in our lives that any good thing that is Any good thing that is dead in our lives, oh
1: God. We pray, O God, that your spirit, the blood of Lord Jesus and your quickening spirit, Lord, will quicken us in the name of Jesus, let your quickening spirit quicken every
0: good thing that is dead in our lives tonight in the name of Jesus. Let your quickening spirit,
1: your quickening spirit for your word if the spirit of him who raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in us, that same spirit, that same life-giving spirit, that same
0: efficacious, fervent, and and resurrecting spirit is able to quicken hearts it's able to quicken our mortal bodies, Lord. Quicken us and lift us up with you in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Quicken us, Lord.
1: In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus them whose businesses need quickening lord we speak life life and quickening into the businesses in the name of jesus father tonight somebody's academics need a touch of your grace a touch of the quickening spirit the quickening power of the holy spirit lord let your quickening spirit quicken the academics right now in the name of jesus tonight lord somebody's career needs a quickening somebody's relationship somebody's marriage Lord needs a touch of your healing power Lord we pray touch and make whole in the name of the Lord Jesus even like the woman with the issue of blood father we come with with the expectations and with our our arm of faith and we ask the Lord even as we touch not just the hem of your garment but we as we embrace your person through communion oh God we pray for a solution let every is your blood be seized in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus father we bless you we thank you in the name of Jesus we have prayed amen amen God bless you God bless all of us who are connected yes I just saw my brother connect Uh, my my blood brother is here it's an honor to have him Sebastian, you're welcome. God bless you. Uh, <laughs> I, I am happy to have you on board. Amen. And um, please, I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm giving preference to him. Um, but it's an honor to have him here. And I want to welcome every one of us. Um, Alberta, Cassandra, Redeemed, Francis, Winning. Um, Assume and, um, um, Antina, a very wonderful and great woman of God. God bless you so much. It's an honor to have all of us on board. Amen. It's an honor to have every one of us on board. Yeah. So today... We shall be going deeper in the word. How many of us are expectant tonight? If you can hear me and you are expectant to receive something from the throne of God, from the Spirit of God, I want to see you type thank you, Jesus. Please type thank you, Jesus. You want to type
1: thank you, Jesus.
0: Anytime you show up before God, it's an opportunity not just to commune with God, not just to have fellowship, but to be transformed. Hallelujah. God bless you as you type. It's an opportunity to be transformed. We've come to behold. Our transformation is tied to our participation. And we participate in the glory of god by beholding the bible says that god for god who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shone forth in our lives and has placed or has caused the glory he has placed the glory or his glory even upon the face of jesus christ hallelujah so as we behold we are transformed amen amen okay so we get into this word last time we started a series um, on communion the communion of the Saints Um, it is known by many names not only in the different Christian circles but even in the Bible in the Bible you find words like the Lord's table the Lord's table the Last Supper, the Eucharist. Um
2: the the Cup of Blessing or the table of the Lord. All referring to one
0: or the communion. Hallelujah. And we today we want to go deeper I'm not sure we can get into the administration we shall go we shall look at communion or the lost table deeper insight deeper insight then we shall round up with the, the last session by looking at the administration hallelujah the administration of it God bless you for staying ready for connecting and connecting with an expectation, hallelujah, hallelujah. Tonight, even as we get into the word, I want you to tell yourself as always that, oh, Sandra, I think Sandra is also online. Sandy, are you there? Please, if you are here, want to see your response to to assure
1: us you are here.
0: So back to what I was saying, as I get into today's word, I want you to tell yourself that tonight I am climbing higher to see better, hallelujah. Every time we show up like this in Zion, as we climb the hill of the Lord or the mountain of divine experience, as we go higher, we see better, hallelujah we see things better we, we because you are increasing in height so you begin to see farther and with much clarity that you used to see when you are the bottom of the same you're going to be stronger if you came here with weakness you know that god is your strength and you are encountering not just grace by encountering the power of god that is able to strengthen you hallelujah in acts twenty thirty two, also or so the bible says that paul was telling it was paul speaking He said that now he said brethren i commend you to god and to the word of grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified i wish somebody could give us that scripture he says now brethren i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up so you know what prophecies don't build up prophecies edify they comfort and then um, they exalt hallelujah but we understand that the Word of God is the strong it is the surest word of prophecy it is that which can build up without fail yes the Word of God builds us up without fail yes Sandy I can see you now the Word of God is able to uh, cause us to add on to spiritual muscle every day so as you show up here it is like showing up in the gym Having a gym subscription and showing up every morning to work out, the Word of God builds you, it enables you to add on to spiritual muscle, you increase in weight and in stature, hallelujah and you begin to take shape you begin to resemble God all the more day after day moment after moment because you are transformed so I says, so now brethren I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up build you up and to give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified other versions say among among the saints hallelujah tonight so you are saying that I'm becoming stronger I'm becoming weightier. the word of God also comes with the glory of God and the glory of God is measured in weights so the Bible says that the weight of the glory of God the Bible uses the word the term the weights of the glories Oh, the depth of both the riches and then the wisdom of God you want to tell yourself again that today or tonight I am going to be wiser I'm going to be brighter and more powerful after this meeting you want to tell yourself that your life will never be the same it will be an error if we leave this meeting the same it will be an error it will be an error want to tell yourself my life I Samuel my life will never ever be the same in the name of the Lord Jesus after tonight's encounter in the name of the Lord Jesus so I want to get into the word as I get into this word
2: I need your ear
0: so a quick recap Last, um, and in our last meeting, we looked at the background. The background. We said that the table of the Lord of an aspect of its nature. We said that it's a memorial, a participation, a proclamation, and a fellowship. We said that it is called the body. It is a communion of the body and the blood of Christ. It is also called the, the bread and the cup of the Lord. We also the bible also describes this as a breaking of bread in acts 2:42, and also as the law sharing a joint participation and fellowship hallelujah we said that just as baptism is the initiation of a person into the church the Lord's supper is the continuation of that
2: we said that it is the primary
0: through christ hallelujah and we said that this sacrament or ordinance is properly understood by viewing its origin and theological significance. Hallelujah. And we said that its, its historical significance arises out of the context of its institution by Christ, even on the night of his betrayal when he was celebrating the Passover with his disciples. We made many references to the Passover, we likened it to Jesus' crucifixion. And we said that just as um, it was instituted, it is also the same as the Passover meal miracles happen in the Passover meal in the Old Testament according to Exodus of Exodus chapter 12 You read the entire chapter especially the verse 3 which is a place of emphasis and so this meal or this communion this ordinance is also a miracle meal people take it they experience healings people Bible says that his body was broken for us so that we will be made whole so even as we take we partake the pieces of our lives that are broken, broken relationships, broken um, uh, businesses, broken uh, academic lives that are tearing apart, broken marriages, broken, in fact, the the many aspects of our lives, broken bodies. Some of us are experiencing torments in our bodies due to sicknesses, so your health has been broken, it has been touched. Bible says that Jesus' body was broken, his life was laid down so that by partaking, by Plugging into the power of communion, we will be made whole. Miracles take place, hallelujah. So Jesus instituted it, the same thing, this same ordinance in line with the Old Testament Passover. So the day, that on, on the day of Passover, he purposely had the Last Supper with his, with his disciples so he can institute this meal. And we saw that it was a, there was a foreshadowing according to Genesis 14, verse 18 to 20. When the gift of tongues. Um, Abraham received bread and wine from,
3: from Melchizedek the,
0: who, who was a priest and we realize that the bread and wine identified Melchizedek as a priest. The bread and wine identified Melchizedek as a, as a priest, hallelujah. And by by so doing Melchizedek foreshadowed Jesus' priesthood, we looked at that, the, the references to that. And then we also looked at how that it was parallel to the original Passover feast and we looked at the example of how um, Ruth had bread and wine with Boaz also another foreshadowing and we looked also at another foreshadowing in a tabernacle which is, 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 is represented by the table of Shewbread in the tabernacle Leviticus 24 verse 5 verses 5 through 9 hallelujah and then look at the nature and symbolism of the Lord's supper those of us i am doing this quick recap because of those of us who are not here amen so if you are not here you just want to quickly what you want to quickly uh, follow and catch whatever you missed because what we are going to do today as we go into deeper to 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 get more insight by this from the spirit we are only going to build on that which we the foundations which we already laid amen all that we just the Holy Spirit has already laid uh, in our previous meeting and without foundations you know that your building would not stand you're only programming yourself for failure or a big tumbling or collapse so that is why this quick recap is needed to strengthen the foundations of those who were partakers in our previous meeting or of our previous meeting and then to enable those who are not there at all establish some sort of foundations So that they can flow along with us in tonight's meeting. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Please don't forget to keep liking the show and to follow us if you haven't followed us. Amen. You can click the cross button, the the plus or the cross button close to the name Burning Ones. You see a cross button or a plus button close to the name Burning Ones. You want to click on it, touch on it, so that you can be able to follow the podcast. Anytime we come live like this, you get a notification in
3: In
1: the Jesus, The devil is in trouble, he will not prevail.
0: Hallelujah. Yeah, I had to restart my phone. I just finished restarting or rebooting my phone. recap what we're doing. Thanks for your patience. God bless you for staying. Amen. Stay. So we're looking at
1: the nature, the nature, the nature, and symbolism
0: of the Lord's Supper. And I did mention of the Romanist doctrine of substance transubstantiation, the Lutheran the Lutheran doctrine of consubstantiation and then the reform doctrine of symbolic commemoration, and then I got to the point where the application where we were looking at the application of the communion to the Christian life, and we said that it symbolizes the death of Christ for our sins and our death to sin in Christ, the extension of Christ's death as a means of our righteousness, our participation in the death of Christ, the union between ourselves and Christ through his death, and the scriptures backing them as follows. we look at it in the light of the death of christ for our sins and our death to sin in christ that is first corinthians 11 verse 25 and romans 6 verse 1 through 13 and then also as the extension of christ's death as a means of our righteousness we also see that in first corinthians 5 7 also as our participation the death of christ so we said that it's a participation it's it's a fellowship hallelujah and we can see that in First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16. We also said it is the union between ourselves and Christ through his death. Romans chapter 6 and verse 4. And then also it is our expectant hope in Christ till he comes again. And then it's also a generational meal. Exodus 12, verse 14. Second Timothy 2. We said that it's our expectant hope in Christ till he comes again, because essentially this is a rehearsal. We said jesus christ is the groom we are the bride jesus christ is the groom we are the bride please don't forget to keep liking the show and to follow us if you haven't followed us and as and as jesus is the groom and we are the bride when he comes we there's going to be the marriage feast of the lamp the marriage feast which will be a, a big table which we will all be celebrating together with him and so this is a rehearsal so bible says that as often as we do this, we are proclaiming his death. Today we shall be looking at what this what that means to proclaim his death by partaking in the Lord's table or by communing with him. What does it mean to proclaim his death? Is it mourning? Is it um, triumph? Is it a celebration? Or is it a declaration of his death that Jesus has died for us? What does that statement actually mean? We shall be getting into that in today's teaching. Amen so we looked at this okay we didn't get to this descending of the tokens or the emblems or the elements maybe today we shall look at that amen amen but before we start today's session i want to touch on this that the communion is a mystical joining it is in line with what we call interpenetration the same thing that happens when a man marries a woman physically they exist as two separate entities or persons personalities but spiritually bible recognizes the two as one the two become one because they are joined together that is what we call theologically as interpenetration so that at the point will what happen whatever happens to the wife happens to the husband what happens to the husband happens to the wife irrespective of whichever part of the world that they are so the wife may be in australia and the husband it may be in ghana or maybe in the us but whatever happens to the wife you realize the husband is experiencing the same because they become one spiritually they become one even though they exist physically as two as two separate entities mutually exclusive personalities hallelujah Hallelujah There is a mystery behind the communion So every time we commune every time we come to the Lord's table, whether In a corporate body in church or whether we administer it to ourselves at home Personally as an individual or together with your family in the house There is always a joining it is a participation in It is a fellowship Hallelujah, we are joined to the Lord We become one one flesh with him And it's also proof that we belong to him. We are a part of him. So it's not just a memorial to remember. It says that as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. And the remembrance is not just calling it to mind. There is something superior to just what? Calling it to mind. It is a remembering. Remembering. When when, when we say a body has been dismembered, we say somebody's body has been dismembered it means that it has been torn apart so that the head is somewhere the legs are cut or or amputated from the body the hands are also cut off from the body the the organs internal organs are also removed and the, the, the the human being physically exists as pieces in real real life because the bodies or the members of that person's body are not together communion in the communion, the Bible says that we should do this in remembrance. It is, the remembering of him has to do with bringing back together all the pieces of our bodies, all the parts of our lives that are, that are torn apart, that are broken apart. It brings them together in one, one union, one whole. So his body was broken so that we will be made whole. So even in houses where there is no unity, this is a prescription I can give to every, any house. Supposing there is always quarrel in your house in your family, you just prescribe this miracle meal. And as you come together as, as a as a people, as brethren, and you begin to break bread, you begin to commune with the Lord, you begin to partake of the cup of blessing. What you realize is that all of a sudden, a certain unity, that same unity that exists the trinity the father the son the holy spirit which is at work in the communion which is at work at the lord's table that same that same unity begins to permeate it begins to infiltrate in in your lives and brings you together it begins to remember all the dismembered the dismembered members or people of your family the mystery of the communion so people do it and just people do it and all they are doing is maybe partaking as a ritual they are partaking of it as a ritual they are partaking of it as um, an ordinance a memorial but it goes beyond that hallelujah hallelujah how many of us are following how many of us are being blessed tonight you are welcome it's been a while we, we we had you around so the communion is a very powerful meal it's a very powerful meal the, the, the source of its power lies in the life that is in the blood the source of its power lies in the life that is in the blood and whose life is it it is that it is it is the life of God the life of Christ himself which was shed we realized at that time somebody please help us with Leviticus chapter 17 verse 10 <coughs> verse 10 and verse 11 okay please post all the way from verses 10 to 14 Leviticus 17 verses 10 through 14 so people of God Every time we come to the table of the Lord, we must not take communion as a ritual or a religious tradition. The moment we get into the arena of tradition or ritual, it begins to lose its meaning, its purpose, its power. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. The communion of the saints is linked to the cross, and the cross is is where we were all redeemed. It was at the cross. Hallelujah. All right. God bless you for helping us. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified, the cross. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in my trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world, that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom of God, which God, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Hallelujah. Jua, God bless you for joining us we hope you are being blessed all right so we, we said we established a link between life and blood according to the Bible the Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood that is why in the Levitical priesthood God gave them a lot of commandments especially in Levitical 17 There was mainly instructions concerning blood And if you get a bit into theology, you realize that God actually gave them, the people of Israel, about 613 laws, 613 laws that they had to obey. Some of them were ceremonial. Some of them were legal. Some of them were were traditional or, or, or they were civil, civil laws, ceremonial laws. When Jesus Christ came to the scene, He fulfilled the law and was able to summarize everything into one: that you shall love the Lord your God with all your strength, all your heart, your might, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. If you're able to fulfill this, you have fulfilled the entire law, all the 613 of them. Because once love exists, love, Bible says, is a fulfillment of the law. Hallelujah. So Bible says that whatsoever I want to take the reading from Leviticus 17, Leviticus 17, verses 10 and downwards. And whatsoever man there be, whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood. And will cut him off from among his people for the life of the flesh is in the blood for the life of the flesh is in the blood for the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls so in the Old Testament we realize two things the life of every flesh is in the blood so you take the, fle- the blood out of the flesh and the flesh ceases to have life the flesh becomes dead the flesh becomes lifeless and God is saying that He gave the blood to them for atonement, not, not for purposes of satisfaction of their stomachs or their appetites. I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls, for it is a blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. We shall come shortly to look at the, the, the similitude of this scripture with the blood of Lord Jesus Christ and how that there is a contrast. Whereas God was instructing them not to take the blood here, we have been instructed through the through Jesus's institution of the Passover on the night before He was betrayed. We were we were instructed to to take the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You begin to ask yourself that if formerly if god didn't want us to take the life of 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 the blood of any animal because the life of the flesh is in the blood why would now why would god now expect us to drink the blood of lord jesus christ and to eat of his flesh because jesus said that if you don't do this you have no part in him we shall go to john chapter 6 and you shall realize it from there now i'm taking from the verse um, I'm continuing Leviticus 17, verse 12, downwards. God bless you, ministers, winning um, minister, redeemed, and, and all of us. Therefore, I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat the blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. And whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers. That gen among you, which hunted and catcheth any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof and cover it with dust. Hallelujah. This was the instruction not just to the Levitical priesthood, but some of it even extended to the people of Israel. For it is the life of all flesh. What is the life of all flesh? The blood. The blood of it is the blood of it is for the life thereof therefore I said unto the children of Israel Ye shall not eat the blood of no manner of flesh no manner of flesh for the life of all flesh is in the blood thereof whosoever eateth it shall be cut off hallelujah he says whosoever eateth it shall be cut off but now we come to the blood of Jesus Christ the blood which was shed on Calvary's cross and we speak better things than the blood of Abel and Bible says that if you don't partake of that blood You rather be cut off, so your partaking in that blood actually grafts you in, incorporates you into it, integrates you. It integrates you into the body of Christ. Hallelujah! That is a mystery. That is a reversal. That is a superior, a a superior ordinance to that which we are saying here. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Please, are you there? Can you follow us if you you haven't followed us? And keep don't forget to keep liking the show if you are being blessed tonight usually we have teachings on communion and the way it is taught we don't really get the full picture how was it in the Old Testament why do we actually partake of the Lord's table what is in it for me How do I partake of it? How am I supposed to administer? What does it mean when the Bible says that each man should examine himself lest he eats damnation unto himself? What does it really mean? Is it just proclaiming his death? But tonight we trust God to help us to delve deeper into all of these questions for answers in Jesus name. Amen. So just as I read in first Corinthians chapter two, we realize that the cross is the power of God. The power of god or, or, or unto salvation for all them that believe it was on the cross that jesus shed his blood he shed his blood he had lost his life so that in the shedding of his blood we will not only receive life and we will not only receive the remission of forgiveness of sins but also receive the life of god not just any life in the flesh the life of the flesh but zoe the life of god literally when Jesus lost his blood we received life hallelujah but how do we plug in into that power by receiving communion by receiving communion he was given so that we will, be, we will receive God gave him so that we will receive hallelujah for God so loved the world that he gave he gave Jesus was given so that we will receive and by receiving Jesus you are receiving a whole package in Jesus is our righteousness, in him is our salvation. in him, we have forgiveness in him, we have health in him, we have deliverance in him, we have access to all things that pertain unto life that pertain to life and unto, to, to godliness. Hallelujah. So when God gave His Son, He gave us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. Hallelujah. So the life of the flesh is in the blood. Jesus came to this earth as God in the flesh. Bible says the word became flesh. The word became flesh. The, the only way Jesus would get God's life into our lives and into this earth is through shedding of his blood. Hallelujah. Galatians 2 verse 20. Can someone please help us with Galatians 2 verse 20? Yes, Jesus was given so that we will receive. Understand that God has made provision, so much provision for everything that we need in our work with Him. Be it healing, provisions have been made, deliverance, it has been made, blessings, breakthroughs, it has been made. Is it a life partner you are looking for? It has God but God has made provisions for all of these. The other time we looked at Isaiah exactly 33, we realized that He said that none shall lack or shall want his mate. God has made provisions for all of these things, but to be able to enjoy or partake, we need to receive. But the question is, how do we receive? The primary way is access to knowledge, quality knowledge, sound knowledge of the Word of God. Bible says that He has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through through the knowledge of Him who has called us unto glory and virtue. Is it First Peter one three or Second Peter one three? One of them. So our access to those things—that there are things that pertain to life, there are things that pertain to godliness. Marriage does not pertain to godliness. Marriage pertains to life. Some of us, we, we 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 think that marriage is not is not in the godliness equation. The things that pertain to godliness are part of the things we are studying tonight. You are talking about fasting. You are talking about communion. You are talking about prayer. These are things that pertain to godliness. Hallelujah. You are talking about. Things that pertain to life—you are talking about shelter, you are talking about uh, marriage, you are talking about emotional satisfaction, and all of these things. Yes, 2 Peter one three. God bless you. According as His divine power, His divine power—that divine power—is in the work on the cross. That divine power is tied, It's connected to Jesus's work on the cross. Because without that, it wouldn't have been possible. That is why through communion we plug in onto that power. Through communion we plug in. Into that power according as his divine power has given unto us all things, not some things All things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge We said the vehicle to be able to access these things is knowledge Knowledge of him, not just any knowledge, but accurate knowledge Hallelujah Accurate knowledge of him who has called us, that has called us unto glory and virtue. Failure to acquire the right knowledge about the things that pertain to life and godliness would actually lead to shame and reproach, even though we have been called unto glory and virtue. But because we have not been able to acquire accurate knowledge, we would. We wallow in ignorance Bible says that for lack of knowledge my people perish so Christians are perishing today not because the will of God for them but because Christians are not laboring to enter into that rest Hebrews chapter 4 we are not laboring to acquire knowledge to, able to, to, to enable us enter into the rest which God has already made available for us through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ it is a rest but we labor into it you acquire knowledge Study to show yourself approved a workman first Timothy 215 a workman of God Who needs not to be ashamed rightly dividing rightly dividing the word of truth there, there should be a point in time where you become skillful in 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 the word of righteousness And your with your skill comes the ability to eat the meat and the bone of the word With your skill comes the ability and 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 that capacity to be able to eat the bone and the meat of the word bible says that according to hebrews chapter 5 babes feed on milk but strong meat is for those who are matured who by exercise by virtue of use have been able to exercise their senses unto discernment they are able to partake of the of the strong meat and the bone of the word that is why god actually expects all believers to come to so you are always chasing when well, you're always chasing the wrong things breakthrough i'm not saying breakthroughs are wrong god what god desires to give you is more than a breakthrough God has already made everything, He has made provisions for everything that pertains to our life From before we came, we were shot as arrows from eternity into time From before we were shot as arrows or as words from eternity into time To appear on the face of this earth, God had made provisions for everything that pertains to our life Because God is a master builder He knew knew that there was a time that you, you would need to marry He made provision for that he made provision for that but when you are not aligned you will have to pray and pray and chase a husband when God has freely made a husband available to you but because we are not working the equation right the equation of the kingdom says seek ye first the kingdom of God seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness his righteousness as the equation kingdom of God plus righteousness Equals all things, and then all other things shall be added. So, if you chase the kingdom and his righteousness, things now chase you. But when you turn around to rather chase things, you forfeit the kingdom of God. And that is where your blessings, your sweatless victories, sweatless breakthroughs, sweatless successes, sweatless expansions, sweatless restoration and abundance, they are all tied in there. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hebrews five fourteen, but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who, by reason of use, have have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hallelujah. The word of God is the surest word of prophecy. Every believer can find their destiny in the word of God. If you can't find your life, your destiny, or that which you want to do, you can't discover it in the word of God. Then, beloved. You haven't searched enough. It's two things. Either you haven't searched enough or you are not yet saved. But the destiny of every believer, the glorious destiny of triumph, the gl- glorious destiny of an overcomer of every saint has been enshrined in the word of God. That is why it looks like leaving the main meal and chasing after the dessert or the teaser, when we leave the true word, the pure unadulterated word of God and we are chasing after prophecies. And I keep saying this not because we haven't we, we cannot prophesy. We prophesied many times on this platform. We've seen that these prophecies come to pass this year alone. the track record has been gotten straight and those of us here, i testify those of us who have been joining our previous meetings but we believe in the surest word the word of god because even every word of prophecy that is given to you must be judged by the scriptures must be judged by the scriptures to be sure that they are sound they are in line with the will of god but if you don't know the scriptures how do you even judge those prophecies how do you know whether they are coming from god whether they are true whether they can they have they carry the inherent capacity for swift performance hallelujah how do you know whether the spirit behind the the the, the prophecy that the man of god prophesying to you is not a familiar spirit or a spirit of divination divination which many ministers many people are all over the place not only on this platform this app zoom Podbean, clubhouse so many places operating the spirit of divination and sorcery on the altar of God, and they call it prophecy because it's able to mention. They're able to mention your name. They're able to tell you the color of your, your your underwear. They're able to tell you the last thing you did last night before you slept. They're able to tell you the color of your room. They're able to tell you um, the last conversation you had on your phone, your date of birth, your, your, the last five digits of your phone number, and so on and so forth. That is not what God wants to give you. What wants to, what, what God wants to give you is His very life is his very word that you become full of him full of him so full of him so full of him so that you become so full of life and you begin to express him that which you touch everything you touch everything you do prospers and that prosperity the presence of God the overflow of that prosperity trickles it extends to people around you because you've come to the place where you yourself you are you are, you are not only blessed but you become literally an embodiment of divine blessings, a conduit of divine blessings for God to move through you, for God to get to you and move through you to reach other people, to bless other lives. That is what God made Abraham. So, if we will learn to walk with God the right way, not only will we be blessed, but we will essentially become so blessed. Hallelujah. And that is what we must all strive to get to. Amen. Now, sorry for the digression, but that was very important. I believe that that two or three minutes of digression has blessed somebody listening right now. Hallelujah. Now, blood, Galatians 2 Galatians 2 20. Let me go back to that scripture. Yes, yeah, 2 Timothy 2 15. Said it to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth if you don't study you cannot rightly divide hallelujah even though grace has been made available grace needs something to work with grace always oftentimes partners with labor hallelujah and it's been proven many times in Acts 20 in first Timothy 2 in um, first Timothy 15 and verse 10 it's been proven on countless occasions how that we render the grace of God of, of, of non-effect we render it useless when we don't labor hallelujah we waste it we make it vain so grace always works in partnership with labor it doesn't mean that when we labor we are substituting grace we are substituting our labor with grace but that we are making the grace effectual amen Galatians two twenty says that I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I but Christ liveth in me and a life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me who loved me and gave himself for me so every time we commune there is a substitution a substitution of our human life for his divine life when we take the communion we are proclaiming that, Lord, I exchange my humanity for your divinity. My weaknesses for your strength. My death for your life. So that the life which I now live, I don't live by myself. But you, Christ, you live in me. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by your faith. The faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He sacrificed himself for me. Hallelujah. Yes, grace works in partnership with labor without labor we make the grace of God of non-effect we waste we abuse the grace when God has given you time to study you are not on any official errand for God you have the time to study and you are not studying you have the time to develop your business plans and you are not doing so sleeping all the time Following friends, while in a time, and then you pray when exams are approaching. That God, God help me. Lord, give me grace. Just do a certain miracle for me to pass to excel this paper. I I pray for an A. I receive an A in the name of Jesus. That is deception. You received nothing in the name of Jesus because God's grace is not was not made available for magic. Yes, it is one aspect or one definition of the grace is on unmer- unmerited favor, unmerited favor. But that is not how we merit the unmerited favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when his blood was was when, when his blood was shed, it washed away our sins and we received forgiveness. Hallelujah. Now why was his blood why was it necessary for Jesus Christ to shed his blood his blood had to be shed because God's life and healing and forgiveness and miracle power flowed flow through that blood to into our lives hallelujah it flows through that blood into our lives I want us to look at um, somebody please help us with Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 11 Verse 6 But without faith, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. The hymn there is for God. For He that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Hallelujah. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists, and He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. That is the NIV. NIV for Hebrews 11 6 now Matthew 9 verse 20 to 22 and behold a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment for she said within himself if I may but touch his garment I shall be whole she said that is a voice of expectation that is a voice of faith placing a demand she said within herself so sometimes even sometimes our prayers may not be audible but they can still yield results hallelujah in fact the very essential nature of trick or of prayer prayer by design is more meditative than verbal it is more meditative than verbal prayer by design is more quiet and inward conversation, holding of inward conversations with God, than it is to be vocalized. Hallelujah. Even though there there are aspects of our prayers that are supposed to be vocalized, especially when addressing situations, when dealing with spirits, external forces. But our relationship with God, with the Father, is always, is supposed, is supposed to be mastered in the heart hallelujah yes prayer by design is more meditative than vocal yes so the psalmist said that let the words of my mouth the, oh, the vocal aspect of our prayer and the meditations of my heart that the silent meditative aspects of our prayer be acceptable be acceptable don't forget that there are prayers that are not acceptable we realize that there was a point in time when in the Old Testament when one of the sons of the priests offered unto God um, incense that that was a nuisance to God it wasn't acceptable unto God don't forget that so it's possible for prayers not to be accepted that is why anytime we come here we have a protocol we follow we pray prayers for cleansing and forgiveness because we know we are coming to commune we are come to interact with the Holy God hallelujah so it says and behold for she said within herself if I may but touch his garment I shall be whole I shall be whole I want, I want someone to type I shall be whole I shall be whole and as you are typing it I want you to put your faith into it you want to, you want to type it with faith and even you, as you are typing it wherever you are in your room or on the street wherever you want to also proclaim you want to make it you want to speak it out vocally I shall be whole but Jesus turned him about and when he saw her he said daughter be of good comfort thy faith has made thee whole And the woman was made whole from that hour. When Jesus turned about, he was contemplating, he was contemplating. I want someone to help us with Luke chapter 8, verse 44 and 48, 44 to 48. Matthew's account does not record the the portion where Jesus turned around and asked, who touched me? Sandra, please, are you there? I want you to type, I shall be whole. In the name of Jesus, I shall be whole. I shall be whole. The of yes the Luke 4 18 4 verse Luke chapter 8 verse 44 to, yes Bible says that she came behind him and touched the border Matthew says the hem Luke says the border of his garment I think that Luke is a doctor I'm very educated so he's more descriptive and he's more detailed. In his description of this account, he says he came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched is touched. I pray and I declare over everybody at the sound of my voice, right now, that any issue of blood, any problem in your life that might look like an unceasing problem, an issue of blood refusing to cease, refusing to go away. May the hand of the Lord, may the power of the Holy Spirit, may the power of the Holy Spirit right now flow to that area and cause that to cease in a nation of the Lord Jesus Christ where your joy has been truncated and you have been plagued you've been troubled you've been battered with sorrow I speak restoration of joy right now in the name of Jesus 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 Jesus. anybody desiring healing in any part of your body healing from emotional wounds and trauma right now I speak healing over your life over your spirit over your soul over your body in the name of the Lord Jesus you will not live here the same if only you believe and you are willing to stretch out the hand of your faith by saying if I may but touch the hem the border of his garment today grace is available power is available hallelujah Bible says that and immediately her issue of blood starched immediately immediately and jesus said who touched me when all denied peter and they that were with him said master the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee and you are saying says and, and says thou who touched me hallelujah there may be a multitude there may be so many people on a platform connecting from different different parts of the world but it takes just one believing believer yes sometimes there are unbelieving believers just like we have the doubting Thomas's Thomas was one of Jesus disciples not disciple by faith like Apostle Paul who only had an encounter Damascus experience with Jesus Christ Thomas unlike Apostle Paul had experienced Jesus Christ so if you are to describe the kind of knowledge the knowledge that Thomas had of Jesus Christ it wouldn't be just ordinary knowledge by perception we are talking about experiential knowledge we would have used the the very word that the, the very word which is also the the word used to describe the jewish which is which is used as a jewish idiom for sexual intercourse between a man and a woman that is a kind of experience or the kind of handling that thomas had had handled jesus and yet thomas doubted so there are believers Not that they were born again yesterday or last year. They've been with the Lord long enough to believe. But they still doubt. But if you can just come out and say that I want to be that exception. I want to be that exception. And I will engage my faith tonight. I will engage my faith even as I'm listening to this audio, this recording. My issue will be resolved. It will be done unto you according to your faith in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how many poor are listening, how many poor are here. God is personal. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter. The woman with the issue of blood, touched. she touched Jesus differently. When people were moving all around him, some people, I believe that People's bodies were rubbing off on Jesus, people's legs and hands, people's shoulders were mingling with his shoulder. But she touched Jesus differently. This was a different touch, a different mingling, She because she touched him with her faith. Faith draws, faith draws. Every time you come to the table of, of the Lord, or the, to, to come to partake of the cup of blessing, You have come to draw, to plug into the power of God and to draw by your faith. Hallelujah. Faith draws. It cashes in on the checks of our divine provisions. Hallelujah. Coming coming every day before God without expectancy or expectant faith makes us like every other person in the crowd who was surrounding Jesus in that moment. Nothing happened to them. And nothing would happen to us by accident just because we are present and we are looking on we must touch God we must also touch God we must engage faith we must touch God the right way as we saw in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 Bible says that for without faith it is impossible to please him so somebody may someone may be wondering but a woman displeased Jesus the woman displeased jesus the woman displeased jesus because jesus reacted by saying that who touched me he turned about and he said who touched me please don't forget to keep liking the show amen he said who touched me when all denied in fact all denied peter and they that were with him said master the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee and sayest thou who touched me because jesus had felt many touches but there was one that was different had felt many minglings but there was one this particular touch that was different and how did how could he tell because that this touch had drawn something had taken something out of him because it it was a touch of faith and this touch even though Jesus questioned the one who touched but that touch did not displease him it rather brought brought him pleasure it rather brought him pleasure because he had seen one of his daughters one of his creation restored to wholeness restored to wholeness so he said that who touched me and and he said unto her daughter be of good comfort be of good comfort tonight I am declaring I stand in the place of Jesus Christ and as a priest of the Most High God and I declare to somebody be of good comfort your faith will make you whole in the name of the Lord Jesus you might have come here with your peace your peace tempered with your peace of mind your emotional states troubled but I am declaring over your life right now that God will heal every sick part of your body will restore you and grant you peace in the name of the Lord Jesus may God grant you peace in the name of the Lord Jesus the peace of God which surpasses all understanding may it be your portion in the name of Jesus daughter be of good cheer be of good comfort your faith has made me whole Jesus experienced a different touch not an ordinary touch Hallelujah. So, nothing would happen to you by accident or because you're also present in the meeting. Fine, you may enjoy the atmosphere of the presence of God, but if you want a tangible miracle which you will never ever recover from, you need to engage God the right way. You must touch God the right way. Jesus was never displeased with a woman, but rather pleased in her. According to Hebrews 11 verse 6, because she had engaged her faith. For without faith it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. When the woman was coming to Jesus, approaching, when she was saying in in her heart, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be whole. She was just getting ready to draw and to please God. So when we touch God with our faith, when we touch God with our faith, he responds with his power. When we touch God with our faith, He touches us with His power. Hallelujah. When we touch God with our faith, He responds with His power. When we touch God with our faith, He touches us with His power. So love, health, healing, blessing, wholeness, divine presence and perfections, all of these things are in the communion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, somebody help us with 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 23 please don't forget to keep liking the show and to follow us if you have not followed us if you are being blessed kindly click on the cross or the plus button just beside the name burning ones Follow the podcast. So, anytime we come live, you get a notification and you can be able to join us in breaking bread or in prayer or the ministration of the Spirit. Amen. All right. And um, please add it, please go all the way. 24 to 34. yeah i looking at the ten verses all together I'm starting from the verse 23 it says for I have received of the Lord God bless you minister winning a minister um, redeemed for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread he took bread take note not his real f- his, his real flesh as the roman the romanist doctrine of transubstantiation or yes substantiation teaches us or asserts, and bible says that and when he had given times he break it and said take eat it this is my body this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me in remembrance, remembrance, hallelujah. So Jesus was about dying, he was be he was about being crucified as the Passover lamp, and that was enough reason for him to actually mourn to cry. But Bible says that the night.
1: was betrayed he took
0: bread and instead of crying and weeping and mourning he broke the bread and he gave thanks so somebody no matter the situation in which you are whatever you find yourself you can also take bread and as you take the bread you can break it and you say lord i thank you i thank you I I thank you I don't know how I got into this situation I don't know what brought me here but I understand that your word says that in all things I should give thanks because this is the will of God for me in Christ Jesus the situation might not be your will but I know that you are able to make all things work together for my good therefore I give you thanks I am before I am before my cross I am about being crucified things are falling apart in my life but as I take the bread and I lift it up before you Lord I give you thanks I give you thanks. I give you thanks. Bible says that it says, "Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me." After the same manner, also he took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, "This cup is the new testament of my blood. This do ye, as oft as ye drink it, in remembrance of me." Then he continues in the verse um, twenty-six. Just for as, oft, for as often as he eats this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Alright, we shall come, we shall take them verse by verse. And delve, or break, or divide those scriptures, amen. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Last meeting we looked at this, discerning the Lord's body. What does it mean? It means to recognize the emblems as what they are, not as food. It may be bread, yes, but it's not ordinary bread. It might be wine, a grape juice, grape wine, but yes. That's true, but it is not ordinary wine for the stomach or to satisfy hunger. Hallelujah. He says, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we will judge ourselves, we would not be judged. When we examine ourselves, we will not have to be examined. We will not have to be judged by God. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. Hallelujah well for my brethren when you come together to eat, tarry one for another and if any man hunger let him eat at home, yes because the Corinthian church in as much as they were gifted and blessed with so many spiritual gifts so many spiritual gifts were in operation in the church there was also competition for power people felt, this one felt I was better than, I am better than this person, the other person, this person also thinks I am better than, than this person and so on and so forth and some of them came to the Lord's table with their their, their hunger, that they may eat to their field But he says that if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that he come not together unto condemnation. And the rest will I set in order when I come. Hallelujah. I was Paul say that I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. So this is an ordinance, an ordinance, we said it's a generational meal, hallelujah. Please don't forget to keep liking the show and to follow us if you haven't followed us. So Jesus went on the night which he was betrayed, the Passover, the day of the Passover. Bible says that He instituted this. Now the cup, which you know is symbolic of His blood, and the the bread, which you know is symbolic of His body, which was broken for us. Bible says that we ought to descend. We ought to descend. And as we, we, we we partake. We show the Lord's death till his come till, till he comes. Till he comes. I want us to look at this. What does it mean to show or to proclaim the Lord's death till he comes by taking or partaking in the communion of the Lord's table? What does it mean to show his death? Other versions said to proclaim his death till he comes. Now, that statement that scripture that portion of scripture actually means that we celebrate his death hallelujah the Bible uses the the word to proclaim his death it didn't say to mourn or to weep this should actually make us sad because you are remembering his death but he didn't instruct us to make us sad to, to mourn his death he says we should what proclaim his death. He didn't say to mourn or to weep about his death. Because if he did not die, we cannot live. If Jesus had not died, we wouldn't receive life. If he had not shed his blood, there wouldn't have been forgiveness of sins, remission of sins, a restoration of our relationship with God. If he had not shed his blood, we couldn't have received forgiveness of sin to make it to heaven. If he didn't die, we wouldn't, wouldn't have that relationship with God or the boldness to approach the throne of grace. So his death is not something to mourn, but to celebrate, hallelujah. The proclamation or the showing forth of his death in scriptures here, you don't know how profound that statement is. So oftentimes we just go and we perform the ritual in church and personally in our individual homes, failing to proclaim, failing to celebrate, failing to acknowledge, failing to to be joyous It's a proclamation. It's a celebration. Hallelujah Understand that In death or through this Jesus conquered the grave. He conquered the power of sin in the grave After that he had died and was buried he resurrected he rose up again. It's happened in his death so as you are proclaiming His death is a proclamation of the victories he won for us by the penalties of sin that he paid for us through his suffering, his agony, his crucifixion, his death, his burial, and the conquering of death through his resurrection, hallelujah, hallelujah. By proclaiming the Lord's death, we are celebrating the Lord's death we are declaring the Lord's death and enforcing God's life into our lives against all situations of sickness understand that sometimes people you, you know you realize that you are suffering from a certain disease some sicknesses come and then they become chronic you take medication and it persists it, it, it subsides that after a, after a certain period of time it just bounces back stronger sometimes it might not be you it could be a loved one maybe your mom your dad your grandparents or uncle or any blood relative you 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 probably might have witnessed a friend also go through the same thing what such sicknesses need because oftentimes they have their roots in the spiritual what they need is the blood of Jesus Christ they need the communion the power the working power of God through the communion administration of the blood the body of the Lord Jesus Christ because it will integrate my flesh my spirit my soul my my body into Christ it will join me with the Lord and it will by taking it by makes makes me understand that I am proclaiming the Lord's day I am celebrating the Lord's day I'm declaring the Lord's day and enforcing God's life into my life so every situation in my life that is contrary to the abandoned life mandate of John 10 10. That Jesus came to make available to me. That situation now must bow, it must give way, it must give way because a superior life is coming in into my body to displace that that's that, that spirit of sickness and death. Hallelujah. I am enforcing God's life into my life against all situations of sickness, infirmities, infirmities, even death, physical death. some time ago i took communion for about um please can we hear me i took communion for more than um, 80 days continuously can we hear me yes if the responses are not coming i may not know you, are, you can hear me and like i said if there's a break i tell for instance, the past two minutes, three minutes, I've not been, I've, I, I had not visited my notes. I was just ministering from the spirit through the by, by the utterance that the spirit gives me. So, if there is a break and you don't you don't alert me early enough, believe me, I may not be able to repeat the exact words because they are not my words. I may only have to continue from wherever I, I pick up from. So, please let's keep the page interactive and kindly prompt me immediately. You don't hear from me, you don't hear any noise from my end, any sound or the from my end, amen. So since his death brought us victory over sin and eternal death, by our proclamation of his death, we celebrate these victories that were secured for us. We no longer have to mourn, it's not a mourning, it's not a mourning, hallelujah so communion brings us into the realization of all that Jesus did for us beyond the activation of his life and his and his power in our lives hallelujah it's a very powerful ordinance when we're looking at fasting we also realize the mystery the power of fasting but this is another mystery
1: hallelujah and in she caused me to cover and men are da that 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 remember come come vani
0: bana conico manamata thata now the bible again says that this cup is the new testament in my blood so, Jesus was essentially saying that in the Old Testament, you had Passover in which you actually slain a lamb, but I am the lamb for this new Passover. I am the lamb for this new covenant. This new covenant. So, my blood is now the blood which is being instituted, which is being made provided for in this Passover. You no longer have to dwell on the blood of rams and goats and bulls and and what have you of animals, but you have my blood, a more superior blood, and you are to drink it. Though in the old in the Old Testament, in the old covenant. In Leviticus 17, we realize that Jesus or God prohibited, God prohibited them from drinking the blood or eating any flesh with the blood contained in it. But this time around, Jesus says that you have the right to take my blood because my blood is actually myself. My blood has a link with me myself. The more you take my blood, the more you connect, you plug into my life the more you eat my 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 flesh or my body the more you 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 connect and you 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 become a member you are you are numbered among my members you become a part you join yourself with me so you are doing it in remembrance of me you are doing it to show my my death until I come so it's also a looking forward to his return Christ's return hallelujah it's a looking forward to his return any time we take the communion we are reminding ourselves that he came he died he resurrected he ascended and he's coming again Jesus is coming again he's coming again he's coming for us he will come with us and for us hallelujah and He will come for those who are a part of his members who have been enlisted as part of his members who are joined to him if you don't take part of his flesh and his body you have no part in him he says wherefore whosoever shall eat this bread and drink of this cup of the lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the lord what makes us guilty when we fail to discern it as the body and the cup of the lord or the blood of the lord secondly when we eat it unworthily as in eating a meal or our food Hallelujah. God did not prescribe it that way. Hallelujah. Now I'm moving to verse twenty-eight. Bible says, "But let a man examine himself. How do you examine yourself? Unless so, you examine yourself by looking deep. Do a soul searching. Set Search your spirit. Set your soul. Set yourself and see if there are any hidden, unconfessed sins in your life." Examine yourself. Be sure you are right with God. Bible says that when you know you are right standing with God, then let him eat. Let that person was examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Hallelujah. 58 John chapter 6 verses 48 through 58. Please we have just 10 minutes or so. Or 5 minutes. Um. So please. Alright. Jesus said, I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness, God bless you, minister redeemed, and are dead. Manna was a foreshadow of this same ordinance. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. If you commune with God long enough by breaking this bread, you will not die. He says I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man just as manna fell from heaven, even Jesus also came, he descended. The Bible says that he who ascended first descended. Ephesians chapter 4, he descended, he also came down from heaven. He says that if any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. For the life he is giving his 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 bread. His flesh, which is our bread, for our life. You see, where the life is, uh, our life is tied to that bread, that flesh of His, that blood of His. Hallelujah! He says, "I am the living bread, which came down from heaven. If any man eats of that bread, he said, the Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Because he didn't understand. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, Verily, I say unto you, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you, you have no life in you. You ask yourself, Since I became a, a Christian, did I didn't I receive life? Yes, by confessing myself or confessing yeah you confess yourself into the faith but you continue in that faith by our confession we actually got connected to life by receive and plug into more of that life anytime you eat of this flesh and the body anytime you you do this you are not only plugging into more life but you are joining yourself to the lord you are also tapping into all the available blessings Benefits that were made available through the offering of his body and his blood for us hallelujah! And it's a sign of our own ownership connection to the divine hallelujah! It says, For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, dwelleth in me, you dwell in him. You continue to dwell in him, in, in him we live, move, and have our being. We continue, our sustained dwelling in him is, is, is made possible, is is continued, the continuity of that is through continual participation in his flesh and his blood, because his flesh is meat indeed, and his blood is drink indeed. He says, and I in him, as you take the blood into you. God Himself, Jesus is is not only dwelling in you, Jesus is now formed in you. You are not only receiving His life, you are receiving His power, His strength, His glory. As a living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so He that eateth me, even He shall live by me. He shall live by me. He shall live by me. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your father did eat manna and a day he that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Hallelujah,
1: shall live forever, Hallelujah. As we partake in the communion, we live forever, Hallelujah. So the only way Jesus could
0: get God's life into our lives, and into this earth is through shedding his blood. The other time we look at John 10, he said, The thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But Bible says Jesus said, But I have come. Those words were in red because they were the literal words of Jesus Christ. He says, But I have come, I have come. That you have life and have it more abundantly. So when Jesus' blood was shed, God's life was made av- av- available to us. Hallelujah. So blood had to be shed because God's life and healing and forgiveness and miracle power needed to be made available for us. That's why Jesus said, if you want to be a part of me, you should eat my flesh and drink my blood. So now we are living God's life through us. We are giving expression to his divinity in our realm. Don't forget what the Bible says god bless you mama margaret god bless you he says that is the bread which came down from heaven all right i want to read the verse 55 for my flesh is meat indeed my blood is drink indeed he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth dwelleth in me and i in him 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 hallelujah so we are living god's life through us and giving expression to his divinity in our realm Hallelujah. So, whatever God's life consists of, when we partake in eating communion, our life begins to partake of what His life is made of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everything that Jesus did for us on the cross is free. It is free. So, whatever, whenever we take the communion, we are activating those benefits. We are putting a demand on them and receiving them into our very lives. Hallelujah, that is why our life our Christianity is not so much about living for God as much as living from God We are in him and he in us It is not so much about living for God as much as it is Living from God God lives in the inside of us and his life is flowing through us. So when we speak God's Word His life flows out of our words. Hallelujah Every time we take the communion, we are activating that life, plugging into God's power. We release God's life into our bodies and cause whatever DNA, we are causing whatever DNA components that are in His blood every dna component that his blood has in its composition to be infused and activated in our system so that as we partake of it long enough that which cannot stand the blood of the lord jesus will not be able to stand us it will not be able to stand in our it will not be able to survive in our mortal bodies hallelujah so no matter what is coming against you what god has done for you is greater, it's far greater than what anyone can do against you if you take the communion. If you partake of the Lord's table, hallelujah. If you partake of the Lord's table, if you partake of the Lord's table, beloved, you want to end our teaching here. You want to lift your voice wherever you are, you want to lift your voice wherever you are, begin to bless the name of the Lord. Just tell God, Lord, I bless you, I thank you for your word, inerrant, infallible, eternal, which has been broken. Which has been rightly divided to me, even in this meeting lord i pray you are praying you are seeing the lord i ask let your word take shape take form in my spirit in my body in my soul in the name of the lord jesus christ let your word let your word which which is light illuminate all dark areas of my mind in the name of the lord jesus let my understanding blossom and i pray that today as i partake in your communion from today onwards i partake With a renewed understanding, a better revelation and mindset in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that Lord from today, with this new understanding, let every benefit, every benefit that comes with this, every glory that comes with this, every every advantage, every superior advantage that you have made available to my to my life, my Christian work, even through this ordinance, become a reality, become a reality in my life, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me begin
1: to experience it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let me begin to experience it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, oh God, oh God, Reko Mali atene me kovahia, Rabasheko pendoni mi kosuni mi atale, Robo shati nama kateledet, Rate ko paluati ni In the name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Reko maladimo shetet, Rabasheko tini mi kapoluadaiya, Rabadimo rakosa ni ataiya, Rab. Coma la tora shot Rabbe Coma Lada. Ay, ya emotionamata. Rabba Di Roma Coma Mo Shutada. Rabba Shada Dakama Lacoma Radiza or Recor Shot in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
0: Now our next prayer, our last prayer. Father. I say, keep partaking in fellowship and in a communion. Spirit of the living God, keep me engrafted into the body. Keep me engrafted into the body of the saints. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Let me never lose fellowship. Break away from fellowship with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Each time I partake in fellowship with you through the communion. Lord, renew my hope, renew my faith,
1: renew my strength. In the name of the Lord Jesus,
0: restore. In the name of the Lord Jesus, and I pray that your spirit, your spirit will erase, let your spirit erase, let your spirit erase every wrong understanding, every wrong mindset that I had concerning this ordinance in the past. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, even through the illumination, this new illumination of your spirit that you have given me in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, I bless you.